Hey there, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Be Still and Run. I am your host, Ali Ann, and today I wanted to talk about a topic that I have seen going around amongst a lot of runners, and they're asking how do they get motivated to run when they don't feel like it? And I have gone through this myself, and I know of a lot of people that have gone through this And I feel like it's a very good topic to go over. And so I actually did a, I don't know what you would call that. Um, I asked a bunch of runners uh, what their top tip is for getting motivation and um, going out and running when they don't feel like it. And I came across a lot of things that actually it started motivating me as I was sitting there reading them. And I didn't, I had already done my workout and I was like, man, I kind of want to go out and run again right now. So I just wanted to go over a few of those and then also go over some things that you may be able to work on to help you the next time you feel unmotivated or if you just get this feeling of you feel like you're going to be unmotivated the next day some tips on what you can do so I really hope you find this episode helpful so without further ado let's get right into the episode so our motivation to run when it has gone dry what are we supposed to do so what are the feelings what has caused it what is going on you may have really been enjoying running and then all of a sudden you woke up one day or you tried to go out for a run and you just really didn't feel like it you didn't have the energy to do it there there was just no motivation no umph no nothing in you that said oh let's go out for a run so Today I wanted to go over a few things that people do to really um, just really get themselves going to really realize, okay, this is a choice right now. I can either go out and run even though I don't feel like it or I can stay in here and rest and both ways can actually bring about your motivation because I know a a day off of running sometimes really doesn't just give my body a rest but it gives my mind a rest and it really helps me to recuperate and um what was I gonna say my mind is going blank today (laughs) it giving myself a day of rest sometimes really gives me the motivation and energy to push for the next run next time. Even if I still don't feel like it, it's like, oh, I kind of, I I kind of missed my run yesterday. I I don't want to like feel like that again today. I want to go out and get that done. And a lot of times here, let me look at some of the reviews or not the reviews but I asked in a running group that I'm in what it is that people um try to to use to motivate themselves and a lot of people I was surprised but a lot of people 
they have it down to where they realize that motivation will not always be there. It will not, it's not something that should control what we do because feelings are just, they're fleeting. We can't control them and we shouldn't let our feeling of motivation say, oh, you should do this or, or you should not. We should really understand what is going on and ask ourselves, why do I not feel like going? Is this a problem that I need to rest? Is it, um, is my blood sugar low? Do I need to eat something? Do I need to just go out and run just because my mind is just telling me that I don't want to? But a lot of people also, they remind themselves of how they feel when the run is over. They'll remind themselves of why they ran in the first place. Um, Some people will realize that they can run, so why not do it when there's so many people out there who can't? Um, one One of the guys... He told me I could read his com- or use his comment. He said, think back to the reason you started. Why are you doing it now? Look in the mirror and conquer. It's easy to not do it, or, but are you strong enough to continue? I think you are. So our mind, I've been reading a lot about Dina Castor's, um, the way she uses her mind to run it's very interesting because there is so many different biblical principles in that. Um, like the verse that says you are what you think and out of your heart springs, uh, out of your heart comes your life. I can't remember what the verse says, but it, it using our mind really um, is very interesting. Like, our mind is like a garden and whatever you plant in it is going to grow. So if you're planting the seed of, oh, I don't want to do this. When that seed grows, it's just going to produce more. Oh, I don't want to do this. And, but if you're like, say, oh, I'm grateful that I get to run. There's so many people who can't. I'm glad that God has given me this ability, that he's given me the strength and the the health to be able to go out every day and do this, that is going to produce more of that. Like you're going to become more grateful. So one of the things Dina would say is she practiced gratitude and thankfulness. And that is something as Christians that God commands us to do. And I realized uh, I've had this transition of thinking, All of the commands that God gives us is for her, his benefit. Like he's just being selfish, you know, and he just wants us to obey him. But God's been transitioning to my mind to realize that, no, that's not what his commands are for. His commands are for us. He's the one who created us and he gave us a manual. He gave us these commands to strengthen us and to help us. And if you've never really focused on gratefulness and giving thanks, it is a life changer. It 
It totally transforms the way you see life, the way you handle situations, the way you approach um, tasks. It's very interesting to me. I'll, I'll go back and forth on days that I, I feel really grateful and I'm really focusing on giving thanks. And I mean, the day, no matter what comes, I mean, it could be the worst day. Everything could be going wrong, but I have this peace in my heart and everything in my mind is like, oh, this is cool. Let's just go with it. It's not going to always be like this. It's just a day. Just hand, like, just be grateful that every day is not like this. Be grateful for the lesson that God's teaching. Um, so really giving thanks has really uh, been one of the things that God has been showing me. These commands are not here for me. I'm not going to fall out of heaven if you don't obey me. The, he tells us these things for our benefit, for for us to be able to live in life instead of death while we're on earth. And like I was talking about with Christian Dranchi a couple months ago, we were like, there is certain things God made for us to be able to live an abundant Christian life on this side of heaven. We don't have to wait to be joyful and peaceful and happy when we get to heaven. We can live that now if we follow God's commands, because that's what he put the commands there for. He created us. He knows what we need so if we can really get that on our heart to realize God's not just commanding us, trying to tell us what to do and be our boss. He's telling us these things to really give us life to Jesus um, said that he is life and that he is the truth and he's the way. And if we really follow after what he has done, it really just completely transforms the way we do things. So I'll read you a couple more things that people said. Um, some people will watch motivational speeches. Some people will remind themselves that they need to go for a run because of the way it transforms their way of thinking it you know with endorphins and everything that comes with that some people will have goals and they'll set a plan and then they'll just make a commitment to stick to that plan and they'll remember why for each run why they're doing this because they have this goal in mind and they really want to accomplish the goal and the only way to accomplish the goal is to stick to the plan so some people do that some people will just simply go for a walk instead of running or some, um, one of the ladies, I think I remember her saying that she will go out in her running clothes and she would just tell herself she's just going to walk. And she said, eventually she'll just start running because she's out there already and she'll try it. And some people, they will, they'll just make a commitment to go out and try to run. And if they can't, then they'll turn around so, and one of my favorites is really people realizing that it's not motivation that they need to cling to. It's, 
discipline because in order to be um, a different version of yourself, you're going to have to keep moving. You can't stay in one spot and be like, oh, I have to wait for motivation to get this. No, you need to realize your why that you're, why you are wanting to be different, why you are wanting to change. And you need to keep that in the forefront of your mind because that's what Jesus did. He endured the cross and despised the shame. Oh, I can't remember. Why can't I ever remember what the, what these verses say? Hold on. Let me look this up really quick. But just if you look at Jesus's life from the perspective of a runner, it's very interesting to see how all of the different, um, what's it called? All of the different things he did can be applied to an athlete's life. Okay, so the verse is, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight in the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of God. So, Jesus, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross. He knew what was going to come of his obedience to his Father. He knew that all of the freedom that it was going to give his, um, his people, his children, and how it was going to allow us to have a relationship with God again after it was broken in the Garden of Eden. And he really, that was his why. That's why he did that. He really, for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. So you can reword that for yourself and be like, okay, so for the joy that was set before me, I'm going to endure these hard days. I'm going to, as long as your body is telling you, or not telling you that you should not run. If your body really truly needs a day of rest or a few days of rest, then take that. But if it's just your mind and you just need some kind of motivation to do it, just remind yourself of your why. And that verse came from Hebrews 12, verse 1 and 2. So also something that has really helped me in the past is verse 3. It says, For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. So for me, I feel like this running journey that I'm on, I feel called to do it. I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. And so really thinking of what God has done for me, thinking of what Jesus went through for me, it helps me to not be weary and faint in my mind. So for consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, 
So if we think of what Jesus did for us, what he had to go through for us, it really, for me at least, it has really helped me to push through, okay, I'm doing this mainly because I feel like this is my calling. I feel like this is what God wants me to do. And I don't necessarily think that I'm going to, you know, win big races or God has actually called me into running because I'm going to be something. I feel like it is what running does to me and what the springboard that running is in reaching out to people and really pouring into the people that God has placed in my life. And so if you just think of why you're doing it, Think of what Jesus has done for you, what God has done for you. It really, really helps. So let me see if I can get to come up some more of the stuff. Some people will just, um, they'll watch people that really inspire them. This guy said he watches ultra runners on YouTube. Some people will have a... Um, playlist or a book or something that they are only allowed to watch or listen to during their run and that really like oh like I really want to go listen to that music right now but because they have committed to only listening to that music while they're running it kind of gets them motivated and it's like oh wow let's go for a run so I can listen to that and then some people a lot of people have said they remember how they feel after the run. And that has been something big for me because I'm always like, I always feel so much better after I'm done running, after that I have that. And I also, it reminding myself that it's getting me closer to my goal. So that, those are some things that you could try to get, yourself motivated to get out the door and so the difference between motivated runners and disciplined runners is that motivated runners rely on motivation solely to go out and run so these people are going to be the recreational runners that just go out and just do whatever they want to do whenever they feel like doing it. And the disciplined runners are the ones that have streaks or they have a goal that they're working towards or they have... Um, races that they sign up for which I, I I forgot about that but that is also something else that people said that they do if they have a race that they're working towards then that really helps to motivate them because they realize that if they don't get the workouts in they're not going to be able to do the race so that is also something you could try but <clears throat> the goal of being a disciplined runner is to realize that you can't get to a goal without taking the steps to get there. You can't run a marathon without putting in the miles. And you can't witness to somebody without knowing the, the basic scriptures and what it is that 
you are witnessing about and you also have to realize that you're an ambassador for Christ. So if you're if your life doesn't reflect the same thing as your words, a lot of people will turn away from that. And it really just really realizing that where you want to be has to have a plan. If you want to get from point A to point B. So say you want to hike the Appalachian Trail. I'm pretty sure you start in Maine. Uh, But in order for you to get from the start of the trail to the end of the trail, you have to hike it every day. And also because you're chasing winter in the beginning of your hike, you are, um, sorry, I hate when people text me and I'm trying to record a podcast. I I lose my mind. But if you are wanting to get from the top of the Appalachian Trail to the bottom, you're going to have to put in the miles every day especially since you know it may get start getting cold and you have a certain deadline you have to make it by, then that's really going to motivate you to make sure you keep going if you want to finish. The thing with a lot of people is that if you do not have a reason for what you're doing, eventually you will not do it anymore. If you do not realize why you want to be on a certain diet, you will fail because diets fail all the time. But if people are like, oh, I feel awesome eating this way, that is going to keep you going because you're going to realize, I feel great on this diet. And the same with your goal, your race goals. For me, I never really found a race that I was like, oh, I need to train for this. I really want to put in training. I really want to take the effort to be able to train for this and be better at this and maybe even have a PR until I ran that my first trail half marathon in March. I I just was like, oh, this is a race that I really want to train for. And that really has motivated me. Um, A friend offered to coach me and I've been seeing a lot of progress and a a lot of different workouts. And I'm like, I didn't think I was capable of doing this. I have been adding a ton of hills and I create our, my treadmill is broke So I put the front up on cinder blocks and don't try this at home, guys. Don't take my advice. Look it up online so you can figure out how to do it for real. But the belt is really lubed up and I have a rope type thing that goes around and holds me up so that I can run with good form and not fall off the back of the treadmill because it's so slanted. I think it's a 25% incline. So like in a mile, you can get 1300 feet of elevation gain. So eventually I would, I want to work up to a mile. Um, today I did a 10th of a mile, so I'm getting there, but slowly. So 
why was I telling you this? <laughs> oh my goodness. But, oh, so I would have never thought of using a broken treadmill to reach a goal unless I had the motivation. Because first of all, I hate treadmill running. And that's why I never got a new one after this one broke. I've been tempted to get one in case it was raining or something, but I normally just put off if it's a big workout and it's raining, I'll just put off that big workout till the next day or something just because I don't know. I hate running in place. I, I enjoy actually getting out and going places. So, but, um, tempo runs. I also hate tempo runs and, uh, my coach had me run two miles of easy and then two miles at tempo pace and then two miles of easy. And I'm like, you want me to do six miles with two miles of tempo in the middle? Yeah, that is very funny. So <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I'm capable of doing this because I hate it so much. So when I was actually able to do it, I was like, wow, like having a race that you're like, I really want to train for that has created so much motivation to be creative when I'm tired and um, just to really put in the effort to to get better and to really work towards a goal. So that has been something for me that has really made a difference in staying motivated or just being disciplined and being like, okay, this is my goal. I really want to reach that. I really want to get there. So I really need to take the steps to do it. And so some things that people do to get out the door, because a lot of times runners, their, their most difficult part is actually getting out the door. And I read you some of the things that people said they do to try to motivate themselves or they choose discipline instead where they just they're like I need to get this workout in but what if you just have trouble getting out the door you know that you'll do your workout once you get out there so I've heard of people they will lay out their clothes the night before and with everything that they need some people will just force themselves, will just choose to go out the door. Some people, I'm pretty sure I've heard of people who actually get dressed in their running clothes the night before. And then that way when they wake up, there's just something about already being dressed. I've noticed that in my own life. If I either one, stay in my jammies, or two, I change into my work clothes not sure if I'm wanting to run or not, it totally like strips my motivation away. I'm like, ah, I don't really run a, run a run today. But if I instead put on my running clothes, there's just something about when I put them on, it's like, oh, okay, I'm going to go running or at least try today. It's, I don't know what it is with my brain. It's kind of like if I am wearing nice clothes and somebody wants me to do something dirty, I really don't want to do that. But if I'm wearing dirty clothes and somebody asks me to do something dirty, I'm like, oh, sure. Let me help you with that. There's just something about what I wear personally that like changes my mindset of what I want to do and what I don't want to do. It's very weird. But so that is some things you can do. Some people will even get out their breakfast and set out their watch and they'll just 
they'll get as much ready ahead of time before the night before because I actually heard a lot of times we do not make um we do not make sane decisions in the morning partly I've wondered if this is because we're still half asleep (laughs) I know sometimes I will try like I'll get up before my family a lot of times and they're all like you make so much noise in the morning I'm like I've tried so hard to be quiet and there's sometimes where I think I am being super quiet and they're like why were you so loud this morning I honestly think it's because I'm like half asleep um one night when I woke up it was storming outside but it wasn't really a storm but in my mind I was half asleep it sounded like a really big storm and I wasn't sure if I had plugged the electric fence in for my horse the night before. And I'm like, if the horse gets out in this rain, it's going to be awful. I actually got up out of bed. And as soon as my hand touched the my bedroom door, it was like my brain said, what are you doing? Go back to bed. It's barely raining. I'm like, okay. So I know a lot of times being half asleep, we may not make decisions accurately so that may also be something you need to realize that in the morning you may not be making your decisions and also if you're tired at night your mind may be half asleep or something if you do your workouts at night or in the evening then that could be something too and say you are wanting to do devotions that is your spiritual workout right So say you're half asleep in the morning and you're like, I really don't feel like praying right now. Or say you may fall asleep while you're praying. I've been guilty of that before. Um, Then just realizing what causes you to stumble and what causes you to not be able to reach your goal. That really helps too. Is there something about when you understand why something is happening, it makes it a lot easier to handle it or deal with it. So if you can figure out why you can't get out the door or why you don't feel like running sometimes, that can, like, so maybe if you don't feel like it, ask yourself, why don't I feel like it? And then that may help you make a decision on what you should be doing or what you need to do. So that is all I wanted to share with you guys today. Hopefully something will work for you if you've been needing some motivation um i mean even if you get a running group uh or a running buddy that can really help with motivation too i didn't notice anybody said that but i'm pretty sure i've heard that in the past and that has been very motivating for me and i'm on a trail running group and some of the ladies are like, I, I, I finally finished a 50K or my first 100K. And it was because of all your guys' inspiration and your encouragement. So I know that can help too. Um, and also, whoever is over you, whoever is your peer, you're, they're going to rub off on you as well. So make sure you surround yourself with the kind of people you want to become because that is inevitable, inevitable, what is wrong with me, (laughs) that these people are going to rub off on you. So make sure you spend the most time with the people you want to become. 
So that is all for today. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and I will see you next time.